Welcome to another episode of Campus Life, uh, the college side of our podcast here at Campus to Canton. I feel like I'm saying this a lot lately. I'm Austin. No call on this week. At this point, it's like he's not even a part of the show. But I have a great guest here for you guys tonight. Really, really excited to have him on. Uh, Nick, Mr. Nick Pentecoff. You can find him on Twitter at Nick Pentecoff. Uh, he is a contributor at FTN and Fantasy Football Astronauts. Nick Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. Um, I really appreciate somebody doing something because Colin just not cutting it anymore. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Um, at uh, FTN, I uh, help out with social media there. And then uh, for the astronauts, I do uh, a lot of different things. I help out with uh, making the graphics, um, with social a little bit there. And then obviously with uh, the Debbie side, um, going to do some rankings this year and then watch some film. I help with cut-ups. Um, so I do a lot of different things for the astronauts. Yeah, I was going to say, because I, I see you posting, you know, huge chains of, of cuts, like all the time. It's really, really impressive. And you do a lot of that uh, over there for, for the astronauts? Thank you. Uh, yeah, so that is kind of just my own thing. Um, like when I'm watching film, just stuff that jumps out. Um, you know, just engagement and stuff like that. And just talking with people on Twitter about it, I think it's fun. So I'll just post some clips that stick out to me. Um, I, I really like doing quarterbacks. Um, I like watching running backs and wide receivers, but I just think that quarterbacks is a little bit easier for me right now. Um, just because running backs, um, I don't know, I'm not as skilled watching running backs or wide receivers. I would say at this point in time. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have no, I mean, you post a lot and we're going to talk about Keaton Slovis here at some point tonight. <laughs> you you have a thread on him and I swear like every week, like you come back and like just like hit the same thread and you're adding stuff. And, uh, but yeah, I have noticed you do a lot of quarterback stuff and that's not necessarily my area of expect expertise. So I am excited to talk a little bit about Slovis and we'll, we'll maybe we'll dive into another guy or two here uh, coming up. Um, so FTN, you do mostly social stuff there. You said as well then. Yeah, I mean, a couple other guys do the social. Very there. cool. Very cool. Um, awesome. So I think the first topic I have here tonight, because, um, you know, I uh, this is the Campus to Canton podcast. You know, we talk a lot of C2C stuff. Um, but my my background's Debbie. You know, I, I, I come at this topic kind of from a Debbie angle. So I like having another Debbie guy on here um, just to kind of cover things uh, like that. So I want to talk to you a little bit about your process. And you just said, you know, you like, uh, you know, uh, looking at quarterbacks more than the others. So when you're watching, you know, quarterback tape, what are you specifically looking for? And then maybe I guess the first thing, what is the most important thing that you're looking for? The most important thing? Um, I'd probably say like how they perform under pressure. Um, so like, how are they moving in the pocket? Are they moving away from the pressure? Um, are they keeping their eyes downfield when they're trying to get away from the pressure? Um, or are they just taking off on the run? Um, one thing that I think Slavs does really well is he keeps his eyes downfield um, when he's getting away from the pressure. He's not, like, looking to run. Like Brock Purdy, I think it is. Gosh, I've watched so much tape recently. <laughs> I don't know. There's It's a quarterback that it's just if – or maybe it was – gosh, who was it? I can't remember who it was off the top of my head, but they are just always looking to run. Like if there's just a little bit of, Oh, that's who it was. It was uh Davis mills. I think. Hmm. Yeah. Just always like, I like Davis mills, but I, he should have stayed another year. I think he, uh, 
yeah, if the Texans, man, they're, they're going to be really bad this year. Even if Deshaun Watson um, starts, they're going to be so bad. Davis Davis Mills is the ultimate trap because I agree. He needed another year. I, I really was not high on him. And that, like, the fact that we're even talking about that as a possibility, like, Davis Mills might be starting for Houston. That's yeah. terrifying. That's terrifying. Yeah. I'm a Houston fan. I might not watch a game this year, to be honest, if Watson's not not there. It's That's bad. Yeah, it's going to be rough. Even if uh, Tyrod Taylor – like, nobody wants to watch Tyrod Taylor start at quarterback. <laughs> I don't know if you, you know, if you gun to my head and you made me choose between watching Tyrod or Mills with that squad. I honestly don't know what answer would come out of my mouth. I, I, I'm really not sure, but scary, scary times down in Houston. <laughs> yeah. Um, some other things that I look for: um, accuracy, ball placement, and anticipation. Um, anticipation um, is a big thing that I like to see. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, is the quarterback putting the ball where he expects the wide receiver to be instead of just waiting for them to get open or create separation? Um, a good uh, quarterback's going to throw the ball before the receiver even like turns their head around or gets out of their break. Um, so that's something that I really like to see a quarterback do. Um, let's see. So can I can I ask you one on that real quick? Yeah. So how do you balance? Um, I, I know it's hard because we, when you're watching film, you don't always know exactly what you know, the coaching staff is drawn up and what, what's supposed to be going on. How do you balance kind of what you think that the offense is, is, you know, schematically versus them, you know, hit, you know, anticipatory passing. Cause I think that's a very difficult thing kind of to, to parse out for some guys. Yeah. That's one thing that's so tough about watching film is there's so many unknowns that we don't know about, you know, like if you watch it back, you can like figure out what the coverage and stuff like that is, but we don't know. Like if a quarterback throws an interception, it could have been on the quarterback, but it could have been because the wide receiver didn't run the right route. You know, um, there's just so many different variables that go into it. Um, what was the question again? Was like, how do like how how do you go about you know factoring that in? That perhaps when you're watching somebody, do you try to just tune it out and just to watch the baseline play? Yeah. Um, it's a so, tough question. I know. I apologize. <laughs> um, it, it, it just varies from play to play. Um, it is a tough question. <laughs> um, well, it was a big discussion around fields this year, right? You know, it was, you know, how much is, was it him letting the play develop and how much of it was, you know, a play that took a long time to develop? You know, it, it is very much a, you know, chicken or egg, I guess, in some circumstances. Right, right, yeah. Because um, some people, you know, will say that it's because of the way that Ohio State calls their plays, or they're longer, uh, taking takes longer to develop. But if there's just some things on tape with Fields. He holds the ball for so long, and I think maybe that's one thing that I don't know. He fell so far. Like Atlanta could have taken a quarterback. The Broncos could have taken a quarterback. The Panthers could have taken a quarterback. You know. So it's just, I don't know. I'm not as high on Fields as a, I think Fields, like his ceiling, you know, it's very high. But at the same time, there are some red flags. Um, I don't know. It's kind of an unpopular take, but I think that he might be, like, if I had to pick one quarterback who I think would bust in this class, I think it's him. Wow. Okay. Over Lance? 
yeah, even over Lance, just be, like looking at the situations, maybe I'm a little low on um, Nagy or Nagy, however you pronounce his name, because of what happened with Trubisky. But Lance, he might not even start right away. And if he does, he has Kyle Shanahan. Look what Kyle Shanahan was doing with like Brian Hoyer and Nick Mullins, you know, like he made them look decent. And now Trey Lance with the intangibles that he has, like he has a good deep ball, you know, he ran the play action offense like in college at ndsu the offense was primarily a run first play action offense and that's what kyle shanahan's offense is and then you go to the bears and i mean i guess he it sounds like andy dalton's gonna start um so i guess that's good for fields um but i don't know you never know yeah what do you think about fields or I, so I, I was fairly high on fields. I think, you know, if you look at the past five classes, let's say, I think after Lawrence, he would probably, st- he was my second rated quarterback this year. He'd probably still be my second rated quarterback over the past five years. Um, but I am a little scared of Nagy. I'm not going to lie. I try, you know, you try not to, to let situation factor in too much, but a guy that's already ruined, so to speak, one, you know, early round, uh, quarterback draft pick, maybe not, uh, Maybe not the guy we want to entrust with with another one. I, I, we'll see how long the, the one of them has to go. I feel like for that to work out, I'm not sure which one it's going to be. But yeah, so, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's good. Um, do you think it's a make or break year for the Bears with them drafting Fields? And tra- I, did they trade I, up? They traded up. I think. Uh, you know, they said he's not starting. I think if by midseason the Bears are not very good and Justin Fields is still not starting, I think uh, Nagy might be gone and Fields might be stepping in with with whoever comes in there. That kind of my my prediction for how the year is going to play out. If I had to to guess, yeah. What team do you like? I'm a huge Steelers fan. Steelers, so, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who's your what is your NFL allegiance? I'm the Falcons. The Falcons. Okay. Do you live in the South? Or, no, I live in Minnesota, actually. Wow. Okay. Okay. Is there a story behind the foul? Is it Mike Vick? Yeah, it is. I I actually grew up in Iowa. We moved up. My wife and I moved up to Minnesota like five years ago. Yeah, five years ago. And I turned on TV one day, and Michael Vick was running around. So and then the rest is history. So my co-host Colin is a big Falcons fan for the same exact reason. Born and raised <laughs> in Central PA, like, and so it. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, he's a Mike Vick guy. He's just like, so, oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So I, I did notice when you were kind of talking about quarterback play there, you did not really talk at all about tools and what I mean by that, you know, a high level of mobility and rocket arm. How much do those things matter for you when you're looking at quarterbacks? Um, not a ton. Like, obviously, it's good in terms of, like, fantasy football um, because you want a quarterback that can run the ball because of that floor. But when it comes to like, I mean, you look at Mac Jones and I think Mac Jones, he's not the most athletic quarterback in his class. He's probably one of the more least athletic out of the like top five guys. Um, but he is arguably, in my opinion, one of the best at moving around in the pocket. And he doesn't have the strongest arm, um, but he's accurate enough um, to where that doesn't matter that much in my opinion. Um, but it, it obviously it is a plus. I mean, you got guys, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, who are mobile enough with the talent that they have. So their ceiling is probably higher than someone like Mac Jones, but Mac Jones will get the job done. Um, in terms of fantasy football, he might not be, you know, uh, QB one as much as, um, 
you know, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, Trey Lance because of that rushing floor, though. Uh, so it just, just kind of depends on how you're viewing it. Gotcha. So when you're evaluating and ranking, then are you evaluating strictly on, you know, an NFL basis or are you looking more through a fantasy lens? Um, when I'm like just watching film, I would say it's more of an NFL basis. But when I'm doing the rankings, it's more fantasy focused. Gotcha. Gotcha. So where was uh, where did Mac Jones fall for you this year then in this year's class since you brought him up? Matt Jones. Um, so my rankings were so fluid. I landed. It was Trevor Lawrence. Um, are we talking pre-draft or post-draft? Um, whichever. I mean, if which ones do you feel better about? <laughs> um, <laughs> this will be like the first year I've actually done rankings, um, like going into the season. Um, but I just did like some rankings myself on like Twitter. I can let me see if I can pull it up. I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, it's all good. I mean, I when I was searching through that, truthfully, I looked. I was looking for some of your guys. And then I just read the Slovis stuff for like an hour. Like I, I have it up right now. It's like only times like, oh, Slovis, 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 Slovis. It was a lot of fun reading it. Um, you have to be his biggest fan. I think so too. I feel like if I was a good host, I would have like had him on today to surprise you or something. Like, oh, that would have been funny. And he, from what I read, he dealt with that shoulder injury um, last season. And that's why he was kind of inconsistent. And I'm pretty sure he hurt that shoulder. I'm an Iowa fan because I'm from Iowa in the Iowa Bowl game because USC and Iowa played. Um, so yeah. it's kind of Iowa's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you're an Iowa football fan as well, then? Yeah, you said. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I can't find it. Um, so let's just say post draft, how I'd rank them right now, would uh, be Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. Justin Fields, Mac Jones, um, in terms of fantasy. Gotcha. Um, I don't think Mac Jones is going to start this year unless Cam Newton gets hurt. Um, Justin Fields, I don't, obviously he's not going to start right away, but I feel like that could change so quickly. Um, I think Trey Lance might have a shot at starting faster than Fields will. And then obviously Trevor Lawrence. But if he doesn't start right away, then Urban Meyer just needs to get fired. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the the quickest hiring firing in NFL history if they don't start Trevor Lawrence week one. So, I know you know you said you really like watching quarterback you and you know wide receiver running back a little different for you. Um, if if you had to choose the one that you're most comfortable with of those two, which which do you prefer to watch? You know, running back, uh, wide receiver. Um, probably running back. Um, yeah, I think I would lean running back. Like some of the things I like to look for when I'm watching a running back, um, is their vision, uh, contact balance, uh, receiving skill set. I'm a sucker for a good pass catching running back. Um, uh, how are they as a pass blocker? And then contact, like, do they embrace contact? Or are they shying away from it, stepping out of bounds and stuff like that? I think, Wide receivers, it's fun to watch. It's just like I'm not super familiar with like route trees and stuff like that. Like I'll have to look up like, okay, was this a post route or a comeback sometimes? Um, so it's just like it's easier for me to watch a running back because, you know, it's like, okay, 
did they see the cutback lane rather than wide receiver? It's like, okay, what route did they run here? What were they supposed to be doing? Just a little bit easier to watch running back, in my opinion, right now for me. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, was it an option route? You know, a lot, a lot of different variables in there. Yeah. <laughs> right, yes. Do you have a um, a, a size threshold for, for running back? While we're on the topic, you know, is, if they're below a certain weight, you're just not you're not looking at them. I honestly, I don't really care about that much. I'm not super into analytics, but I have like, I don't know. It's, it's honestly, it's super confusing to me for some things. Like I'll see a graph on Twitter and I'll be like, oh, that's cool. But I don't really know what that means. <laughs> um, but I understand the concern with some guys, you know. Um, from like what I've learned over the last, you know, six months from certain people, um, like Deuce Vaughn, he's very intriguing Kansas state running back, but he's super small. Um, I don't know if you've watched him or do you, are you, are you an analytics guy? Aren't you? I'm a tape guy. I'm trying, I'm trying to learn more, you know, analytic stuff, more numbers stuff. Um, we have a couple guys at the site that I'm constantly like. Uh, what's weighted dominator again? You know, what, what is it again? So I, I'm trying, but I, I am a tape okay. guy. So, okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Are you, you're a Deuce Vaughn guy. He is so tiny. He is he's so tiny. tiny. He's, he's fun. Um, but yeah, he's not like one of my guys, but he just, he stood out. He's, he's, he's shifty. He's fun. He's a good pass catcher. Yeah. I mean, it, clearly the best player on that offense. It, it It's a lot of fun watching it. They, they go as far as he goes, which is so weird to say about a guy that's like, <laughs> Five seven one seventy, but right. it, it really really interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wide receiver, then do you have a? Because I know like I, I do the Debbie debate with Felix Sharp, and he's a like he always says, well, it's size adjusted speed, but he likes a guy that's like six four two twenty five. Like, that's like his ideal wide receiver, and I'm like ah six six foot one eighty five. Like I like you know I like Justin Jefferson, I like Tyler Boyd, I kind of like that you know uh, Chris Olave, like that build. Is there a prototype, you know, wide receiver in your mind when you're watching? Um, no, not really. I think obviously the bigger guys that are fast are fun. Like, you know, DK Metcalf's fun. Julio Jones is ridiculous. Um, but I was a huge Justin Jefferson fan. Like, I love Rashad Bateman. Um, I like Amon Ross St. Brown. So I don't really discriminate when it comes to size or skill set. Just every guy brings some something different to the table, you know. It's just so fun to watch different players because there's just so many different just things to watch for and things that they do well. Um, yeah. So who who is you know then since uh, I think the 2022 class is a fun class to ask this about. Who's your favorite wide receiver currently in that class? Because we got a lot of you know big guys, we got some smaller guys. You know, it's a pretty nice uh, array. Yeah. Um, so right now I just have a top five. Um, and right now the number one receiver that I have on there, I think he's the 2022 class. It might be 2023 actually. Uh, the LSU wide receiver, Kayshawn. He's 23. Yeah. 23. Is yeah. he 23? Um, so number two, Traylon Burks. Is he 23? He's 22. Is that he's big 22. guy you were okay. talking about? Big speedy guy. Yeah. 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 Um, Boutte is right in my wheelhouse. Like six foot one eighty five. Like I, I, I'm already in love with that kid so much. Uh, I, I, I'm reaching all over the place for him this off season. He's just so good. Yeah, he's fun. Uh, awesome. So that's I, I asked you just for a little bit. You know, some of air quotes your guys coming up for 2022 and 2023 as well. A little bit. Um, 
we've talked a little bit about a slovis a little bit, but you know, pretend you're a door to door salesman. You come to my door, you say, Have you heard about Keaton Slovis? I say, No, what's Keaton Slovis? Sell me Keaton Slovis. Oh man, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um I okay. <laughs> um so Keaton Slovis. Oh gosh, putting me on the spot here. <laughs> um so what he does well, he stands strong in the pocket. He's gonna keep his eyes downfield. He's not gonna run first. He isn't a selfish player. Um, his ball placement, I think his ball placement is really good. He puts the ball in a place to where the receivers can excel. Um, so when I look at um, like accuracy and ball placement, it's kind of two different things. Like ball placement, they're putting the ball where either only their wide receiver can make a play on it or where their wide receiver can, um, you know, create yardage after the play. Um, and I think he does that really well. Um, I think he has an underrated arm. Obviously, he might not have the arm that Justin Fields has, but uh, he, he can get the job done. Um, yeah, I think that he's going to have a really big year. And, uh, yeah. A lot of people are, I don't know. Do you think people are low on him right now? I'm very low on him. Mm -hmm. I, th I think a lot of people are. Um, the shoulder injury two years in a row kind of scares me a little bit, you know, and they've said that he, uh, the one year it was a fatigue, like he just threw a lot, which I don't love to hear if I'm an NFL team trying to draft a quarterback that he's, you know, <laughs> he's worked the shoulder so much that it, you know, he, it's not working. Um, and I just not, you know, I, he scares me with consistency at times. You mentioned it earlier. He will have some throws where I'm just like, what the hell? And that it's a little scary. It's, it's a little scary, uh, for a guy that you, you think if he goes in the first round, you know, that, that's a guy that someone's banking on to be their franchise quarterback. Yeah. I was a big Josh Rosen guy. And I think that there are some similarities between the two, and that kind of worries me. <laughs> that is a great comparison now that you say that, because I think one of the big notes that I had on Rosen, I still had a first-round grade on him, but I was like, once he makes a bad throw, like mentally he like wasn't there anymore. You know, the consistency issue was a big thing for him as well. That's that's a really good – I hadn't really heard anybody, you know, mention him and, and Rosen in the same sentence. Yeah, a lot of people – like, I know one game that sticks out to me um, was the UCL game from just this last year. Like, it was, like, one of the first snaps. And just that whole game, he looked terrible, so it was it. And then I think it was, like, the the two-minute drive because they were back and forth. It was, like, a shootout that game. He looked really good. And it's just, like, there's just that little, like, glimpses of that, you know. And it's just, like, I want to see a fully healthy him – I mean, he's got Drake London, um, Keontae Ingram transferred there now. I can't think of who else they have. I think Tyler Vaughn's got drafted this year. He was a guy that I kind of liked. He's on the Colts, I believe. Yeah. But, I mean, the offense should be solid. So, yeah, they always, have, they always have receivers there. It's, it's pretty crazy. They, they don't necessarily work out in the NFL all the time. But Yeah. Yeah. So, how much – his freshman year was good. And I think a lot of people, you know, pumped him to the top, assuming there would be some additional development. So do you think he has to be significantly better than his freshman year to get drafted in the first round? Or, you know, 
if he just reverts back to that, you know, it gets back to that, that he's a first round pick, like what, what kind of wiggle room are we talking here? Do you think for Keaton Slovis? Yeah, I think that if he could go back to the 2019 play, cause some of the throws that he was making in 2019 was just insane. In my opinion, like the downfield accuracy and stuff like that. Cause I think USC, they're going to be good enough. Um, you know, they'll probably be at least top 10 team. Um, so I think he'll, he could easily be a first round quarterback, how high he goes. I don't know. Um, this is off topic, but I saw someone talking about it. It might've been you guys about uh quarterback out of Oklahoma. I can't remember what his name is. Who's behind Rattler. Uh, Caleb Rattler, Williams. Caleb Williams. Yeah. If uh, Rattler were to struggle this year that he might start over him. Was that you? No, someone was having a conversation on Twitter. Some guys were. Somebody said that it very well may have been someone from the site, but it would not have been me because <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. But he is very much a Lincoln Riley style quarterback. Have you watched a decent amount of him or, or not particularly? So after I saw that, I looked him up and I'm just like, oh my gosh. It's like he almost – I just watched a little bit, but it was like a Cam Newton, like Lamar Jackson hybrid kind of. But then again, it's just like high school stuff that I was watching. So when do you watch a lot of high school tape? I do. I'm shifting more and more, you know, just in my role kind of at the site and stuff into watching more high school. Cause that, those are the rankings people want now. Like they're like, I, you know, so that's, I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, you so yeah, I, I do watch a lot of high school uh, stuff at this point. Yeah. I'm just starting to get into that and it's fun. <laughs> it's like, you're like, is the level of competition good? Is it bad? Like I, I, I don't. Is he really that fast? I have. It's like grainy. You know, like someone's grandma shot it in the stadium, and like the camera's shaking. You're just like, right. It's like we need to ID this kid. Is he really only 17 years old? <laughs> I do. I'm very impressed. You know, everyone wants to give like the 24/7 Sports and Rivals and ESPN a lot of crap because they're inevitably wrong about so many things. But just identifying all these kids across the country is, you know, I think generally very impressive for for the job that they have to do. Yeah, that, that's one thing that's so fun about this is like I'll get on Twitter and there's like a, a new name every day of someone that I haven't heard of, someone else that I have to like like look into now. It's just fun because it's just like never ending amounts of film that you could be watching every day. You know? Yeah, no, that, I think that's my favorite part about just Debbie and you know even deeper C two C is it's just yeah. There's have you heard about the running back from Troy? No, <laughs> right. why why would I have heard about the running back from Troy? But it's fun stuff. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, Slovis, uh, I, I, I knew I had to put him on the, the show. Sheet. I was like, this is the first thing we got to talk about. I see you talking about all the time. Do you have any other guys that you consider your guys? Or, you know, some other guys that you, you've just kind of fallen in love with here as you've been watching film? Yeah. Um, Carson Strong has stood out just an absolute cannon of an arm. Um but he is kind of like a one read type quarterback. So it'll be interesting to see what he looks like this year. Um, two running backs um, that I've been watching recently was Jameer, Jameer, how do you pronounce the name? Jameer Gibbs? I think it's Jameer. Yeah. I, I've not Jameer. heard any contrary pronunciation. So that's what I'm rocking with until someone tells me to stop. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs and then CJ Verdell. Um, I, I don't see many people talking about Verdell anymore. Have you seen much talk about Verdell recently? 
No, I, I really haven't. He's a forgotten guy after uh, – he was dinged up last year, I think, and, you know, Oregon played like four games. So what what do you like about Verdell? Yeah, he – he does a lot of things well. Um, he, like, he embraces contact. He's a good pass catcher. Um, he doesn't go down easily. He breaks a ton of tackles. Um, he's, he seems like he has a home run speed from the tape. He basically does everything that I like running back to do. I was a big uh, Swift guy coming out. He was my RB1. Um, and I, I see a lot of Swift in Verdell's game. Um, so I'm a big fan. And then Gibbs, um, a lot of the same. Uh, I think they're both undersized guys. I think Gibbs might be a little bit bigger than Verdell, but I haven't like looked into the actual size. Um, but yeah, Gibbs is a very good pass catching running back, and I just love seeing that out of running backs. Yeah, he's, in my opinion, he's the best pass catching running back in college right now. Um, I think like worst case scenario, his career is Aaron Jones, basically, which is a great worst case scenario. But I, I, I really, <laughs> really do. I, he's. I, 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 I like him a lot more than Tank Bigsby, uh, you know, in the same class. So sounds like you probably do too. I do, I do. Uh, this is a combined ranking, so I don't know. I don't even have Tank Bigsby in my top five for this combined rankings. Okay. Um, so I haven't even released these. So this is uh, man, this is some exclusive content. Everybody here, you're getting from. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Um, so my top five running backs. I have Gibbs at one. Um, Robinson is so good. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I could go back and forth on those two. I probably will. Um, and then Isaiah Spiller, Brees Hall, and then CJ Burdell right now. That's my top five running backs. Wow. Okay. So you are very high on Burdell. Yeah. I like Burdell a lot. I- I'm interested, uh, you know, your thoughts, because you've talked about some Pac-12 guys here. Last season hurt a lot of those guys. Do you think we see a big bounce back from people just kind of forgetting about the Verdells and the Slovises of the world? I yeah. Um, part of me wonders if it's because of how late they're on. You know, how many people are actually watching them play? Um, because I mean, I'm Central Standard Time, so it's like I can only imagine what it's like for guys on the East Coast. You know, I would hate to live on the East Coast watching football. <laughs> it, it was nice this year. They were on at like noon on the East coast. And it was freaking great. They'll, they won't go back to that ever again, but it, it was really, really nice for a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do think so. Um, I didn't watch a ton of college ball like live this last year. Um, I was like so burnt out that I just like football was just like an afterthought. I was still like paying attention to like NFL, but when it came to college ball, it was more just like watching tape this off season. It's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of teams you got to keep track of. There's, you know, it, 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 there's so many names. You know, like you said, there's always another name. It, it's, yeah. there, there is no getting to the end of the list and being happy with the list. Like it, it, it's, yeah. it's always changing. So, um, where, you know, you said Ver, or, uh, Gibbs one, Bijan two. What, what do you think of Bijan then? He's a stud. Um, I, what put Gibbs ahead of him for me was he's a better pass catcher and then Gibbs is a little faster, but Bijan, he's so good too. Like, honestly, I'm sure people, a lot of people are going to have Bijan, you know, ahead of him, uh, which I wouldn't argue with, you know, I'm sure they'll go back and forth in my rankings, but this is just my initial rankings. Um, but yeah, Bijan is, I don't know. He's, 
he's insane <laughs> for his I, size. I, I'm very excited to see him with Sark this year. You know, fr- yes, fresh off yes. two years with with Najee there, what he can do with Mister Robinson. Yeah, um, I uh, Sark. I'm still like at first I did not like Sarkeesian in Atlanta, um, but I mean you go from Kyle Shanahan to Steve Sarkeesian, and it's just like I don't know. It wasn't fun, but the second year it was a lot better. And then going from Sarkeesian to Dirk Cotter, it's like I would like I liked Dan Quinn a lot as a coach, but after they hired Dirk Cotter, I was just like, what are we doing? Like this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's a the, the uh, Shanahan's a tough act to follow. He really, really is. I mean, got you to the Super Bowl there, and yeah, yeah it's um. So why? So and then you um you kind of teased your wide receivers earlier. You gave a couple names, but do you have your full like top? How many or what do you have? Top five, top ten? How what what, yeah. uh, what kind of a list you got there? Yeah, just top five for all okay. of them. Um, so we got Kayshawn. Traylon Burks, uh, Garrett Wilson, George Pickens, and then David Bell is my top five wide receivers right now. Wow. Okay. Bell number five is interesting to me, or not, you know, number four for 2022. Um, what is it that puts some of those other guys over top of, of David Bell? Yeah. Garrett Wilson. Um, I saw some people like uh, Chris Olav over him, but I think Garrett Wilson's just much better. Um, there's a lot of stuff I think he does well. A uh, good catch radius. He he's quick. Um, I think he's faster than Chris, but maybe not um, when it comes to actual metrics. But on tape, uh, George Pickens he reminds me kind of a Des Bryant. Um, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, he reminds me a lot of Des Bryant's. Um, and I'll just leave that at that right there. <laughs> David Bell, it was like I was expecting to be a lot more impressed with him. Maybe it's because like Rondell Moore's just doing crazy things on tape, but I don't know. I would I wanted to see a little bit more from David Bell, um, but it'll be interesting to see what he looks like, you know, this year on tape. Bell, I have him like fourth or fifth in the class as well. And it's just I don't think I don't know what he does that's like special. Like, I think he's pretty good at everything. But I just watch. He's got really good body control. But like outside yeah. of that, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. You know, he doesn't have Garrett Wilson. You know, his job, Garrett Wilson for a time. I thought he was like six two the first time I watched him. He's five ten because he's so good in contested catch situations. He's fast. Um, comparing him to Olave, I mean, I think we you can't always say that. Um, you know, this guy broke out before this guy did. But they played together, so I feel pretty comfortable like comparing those two and saying Garrett Wilson broke out for you know at a younger age than Olave did in the same offense. Uh, so I, I'm with you uh, on all those guys. I and then Burks, you said is number one. Just the size speed combination is just too much for you to overlook, pretty much. Yeah, um, he's just really fun. Um, back to like Garrett Wilson and Olave. I feel like Olave is good, but like I feel like Garrett Wilson jumps off the tape a lot more than Olave does. Do you feel that too? I, I think there is virtually zero chance that Olave is ever a team's leading receiver in the NFL. But I think he could be a very good, you know, he could be a slightly less productive Robert Woods or you know, like, like something like that. Like I think is kind of like what his his role is going to be in the NFL. So yeah. yes, I do agree with you. Yeah, Traylon Burks, the size and speed thing. Uh, I'm I'm excited to watch more of these guys this year. Um, 
Felipe Franks, he was the quarterback this last season at Arkansas. Do you know who the quarterback is this year? Probably KJ Jefferson. It was between him and Hornsby, and I think Jefferson smoked them this spring. So, okay, yeah, because I haven't looked into that situation at all yet. Um, so that'll be interesting. Uh, but yeah, that's my top five right now: Kayshawn, Traylon, Garrett, George, and then David Bell. Gotcha. Um, any any you know guys that maybe you don't have ranked, but come to mind as a. I don't know, a sleeper or just somebody else that you're excited to see what they do in, in 2021 here? Yeah, I don't know if they're necessarily sleepers, um, but two guys that I really like, Justin Ross and Jahan Dotson, uh, Clemson and Penn State. Um, J- Justin Ross, he, did he tear his ACL last year? No, he had a like degenerative neck condition. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it's very, very scary. <laughs> yes, but... <laughs> He, he's they, there's like a two hurdle test to come back. He's passed the first one and now he just needs to pass the second one, but it sounds like they're oh, counting yeah. on him playing this year. So, yeah. Okay. Oh well, yeah. That'll be, that'll be good. I guess I didn't realize it was something like that. When you hear the word degenerative, it's never, it's like, Ooh, like Todd Gurley's knees. Like, uh Oh, <laughs> he, he's one of those guys that it's literally like if he, you know, if he has a good year this year and enters the draft and he doesn't go like top 40, you're like, okay, the medical suck. Like, I'm not touching this guy. Like, I, he, he's gone. Like, I, I can't do it because he, he's got all the tools and, you know, the size and that had that great freshman year at Clemson there. But yeah, a, a neck injury is uh, worrisome, to put it lightly. Yeah. And then Dotson, uh, he's got ridiculous hands. He's quick. Just, he was really fun watching at Penn State. Um, those are the two wide receivers that I have written down. Um, I, I like the Dodson call because I think not a lot of people are talking about him. Um, do you have – I mean, you're a Debbie guy. Do you have him on in, on, in Debbie leagues, like on, on rosters or anything like that? Or um, I don't right now. Um, I've got Gibbs and Brees Hall on one team, though. I'm pretty excited about that. Got to love stacking those running backs. Anytime <laughs> you can do that, feeling pretty good. Yeah. Um, Trying to, I can pull up. I'm only in one Debbie league right now. I was in a couple, um, like quarantine leagues that fell apart, sadly. <laughs> yeah, I, I have heard. I have been lucky that I didn't have to have any of that happen. But I, I have heard some some fun stories on that front. Um, but on this team, Brees Hall, Jameer Gibbs, Kendall Milton. Uh, obviously, my guy, Slavis. Um, CJ Stroud, uh, Demon Demos. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm terrible with names, apparently. I need to work on that. <laughs> uh, Travion Henderson and Rakeem Jarrett. Some of these guys I don't know a ton about. I co own this team with someone. Um, but I have J.K. Dobbins and Miles Sanders on that team, so that's fun. I don't You've know got- how I feel about them. You've got some nice running backs there between Hall and Gibbs and Hender- Travion Henderson is uh, one of my favorites. So, no, uh, I no Iowa guys though. Come on, you guys yeah. gotta support the squad. I, <laughs> Iowa players, man, um, they don't do very well in the NFL. I do have a Mercedes Smith Marset on this team. Though, there we so go. Okay, but no, no Sam Laporta, no Spencer Petras. You know, man, I'm disappointed oh, man. in you. 
Well, Spencer Petras, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> does he? I'd does probably, he? Does he start the whole year for them this year? I've heard rumblings that maybe not. I don't know. I Iowa quarterbacks like uh, like Nate Stanley. He'll make like an amazing pass, and then he'll just just look terrible. I don't know. It's, it's a struggle being an Iowa fan. <laughs> I, I'm a Pitt fan. I feel like. In a lot of ways, they're very similar programs. So I I feel your pain. Like Kenny Pickett's like the best quarterback we've had like in 20 years. It's like, oh, great. Uh, yeah. My, my two favorite Iowa quarterbacks, Ricky Stanzi and C.J. Beathard, and it's just like, you know, they're okay. <laughs> they made it to the NFL. You know, that's, that's an accomplishment. It's more than a lot of programs can say. Not particularly exciting. but Yeah, yeah. I was – Obviously, Falcons fan, Kyle Shanahan. A lot of Falcons fans don't like Kyle Shanahan, but I'm still a Kyle Shanahan fan. And then Kyle goes and he drafts C.J. Beathard and George Kittle. It's just like I'm like kind of a closet 49ers fan now. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> Are you um, – so uh, Tyler Goodson, What do you, do you think he's an NFL guy? He's, he's a little undersized. Uh, he is undersized. I know um, – one of my buddies at the astronauts, he's a huge Goodson fan. I like him too. Um, he kind of reminds me of Akram Wadley though, where Akram Wadley, he got drafted or I don't know if he got drafted. He was on the Titans for a little bit, um, but it just didn't pan out. I think he, I think he might've gone to, oh gosh, what was the name of the league? Not the XFL, the other league that was. AF or no. A, yeah. It was it? Yeah. That AAF or whatever he yeah. was on, I don't think he even played because he would just always injured. But he, I don't know. He kind of reminds me of him. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because, like you said, he's undersized, um, and it just seems like NFL teams like the bigger running backs. Um, I am excited for Javion Hawkins though on the Falcons. Um, I think Mike Davis, obviously, he's the guy, Quadri Olson. But Javon Hawkins, I was impressed watching him on tape. Um, he didn't have a lot of pass-catching opportunities, but he didn't have a drop. He had like 23 receptions or something like that. But um, there was an interesting stat. I can't remember what it is exactly, but it was better than – I think it was like yards after contact, and he was better than like Najee Harris and another like bigger name running back. I have it somewhere. And I was just interested. It was interesting because a lot of people think that he goes down after first contact, but it was just like, if you watch the tape, I, mean, I don't know, maybe I saw something different, but I didn't think so. <laughs> I was surprised he went undrafted. Uh, I thought, you know, shallower class, he'd go fifth round. I was honestly very surprised. So I guess it's making me rethink some of these small, small running backs, you know, kind of asked you like, if you have a size prep, you, you know, a limit or something earlier, because yeah, I mean, it's a guy like Goodson. It makes it a little scary to want to try to invest in him this year. Probably not going to go drafted. If this last off season was anything to go off of. Yeah. Okay. I think I found it. So average more yards after contact per attempt than Najee Harris, Etienne and Trey Sermon. So wow. Javion Hawkins, yeah. So this is a by Javion Hawkins segment, everybody. <laughs> um, awesome. So, do you have any other guys you want to chat about here before we get out? Any, you know, anybody that you're just you've watched recently and you're just dying to talk about them, or you know, someone that's impressed you over the past couple of months when you've been watching. 
Yeah. Um, so I was not excited to watch tight ends. And then I watched tight ends, and it was actually pretty fun. Um, I don't think Eric Gilbert is listed as a tight end anymore, but I was very impressed with him. Uh, I think he's going to be really fun. Um, some like my top five tight ends: Eric Gilbert, Michael Mayer, Jalen Wider, Meyer, uh, Jaleel Billingsley, and Brant Keith, the Utah tight end. Even though I mean I don't know if Eric Gilbert's going to be a tight end, but I watched him as a tight end. <laughs> do you, okay, so if do you think he can play wide receiver? Which is what he's listed at now. Yeah, I. I guess we'll see. <laughs> he, uh, I don't know. He was fun. Um, I was impressed. I, I don't know. When I think of a tight end, I think of you know, um, who's a just someone that's going to be blocking. You know, not going to be a great receiver, not a Kyle Pitts type of guy. You know. Yeah. Um, so watching these tight ends, that was that was uh, that was fun. More fun than I was expecting it to be. <laughs> So, uh, you know, you have Mayer and Weidermeyer, two and three there. They're, they're more well-rounded guys than, than Gilbert. What puts Gilbert above them for you then? Um, just his receiving ability. So I would say, yeah, I think he, he's going to be fine as a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say he is Kyle Pitts or anything like that, but it's just it was, like, fun watching him because, um, like, watching Kyle Pitts is just like a cheat code. Eric Gilbert kind of kind of reminded me of that. I don't think Eric Gilbert has that same type of ceiling, though. Oh, I don't know. What do you think about Gilbert? He's not the same level of smooth athlete, yeah. but I do still really like him. I think you yeah. know. Well, he doesn't want to play tight end, so I I don't know what to make of him anymore. Like I don't think he can play wide receiver. Like I don't think he can lose the weight. Like the NFL is not going to look at him as a wide receiver. So it's yeah, like, yeah. What are we doing here? You're trying to make yourself money. You're not making yourself money by doing this because you're not going to go in the first round. It, I don't know who gives some of these guys advice. Uh, I really don't know, but I, I mean, I like him. I liked him a lot. He had a great freshman year. You know, seven games, um, did almost as well as Mayor in like three fewer games. So, and and people love Mayor. So, people do really like Mayor. One guy that I haven't watched yet, but I'm curious what you think about him is Malik Willis because I know some people are like super high on him. So I am slightly higher on him than I was a couple months ago, just from kind of digging in a little more into his analytical profile. I think if you just look at the numbers, you're like, you know, he's got nice completion percentage. He does fairly well under pressure. He's a great rusher on a, you know, per touch volume and efficiency basis. He's the best since Lamar Jackson, although smaller level of competition. So whatever that's worth. Um, he can't throw worse shit though when it comes to like touch throws at all, which is just not not really what I'm looking for. Um, I, I have a day two grade on him, like a like a third round grade right now. I, he's gonna go earlier than that. But I just said it's such a bad idea. He can't if he goes in the first round. He's not it, like he's gonna be asked to start right away. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> but I like him a lot more than you know. Like I hear people talk about Emory Jones. I'm like, what? No, stop! Like it's the, tool, it's the tools thing all over again that I asked you about earlier. You know, we I think yeah. we've we've swung a little too far that direction, and we're uh, we we've gotten a little further away from you know keeping eyes downfield, working the pocket, ball placement, things like that. Right, Emory Jones is that the Florida quarterback? He's at Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, um, it's, uh, big site came out with their rankings. They had Emory Jones super high, and then. 
you I, you probably saw it and i was just like what are you doing <laughs> yeah it's, everyone wants to be the first one on this next you know next josh allen next trey lance next whoever it's it's a little yeah. much right yeah another quarterback i only watched a couple games on him um was graham Mertz, the wisconsin qb i, I as an iowa fan i just Obviously, I, I do not like Wisconsin, so I was not expecting to be impressed, but I was pretty impressed by him. Um, so I'm excited to watch more of him this year. Um, could you could I, you see him being a first round draft pick this year with a nice year, Mertz? Um, Wisconsin's always usually pretty good, um, so he'll probably be in the spotlight. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he was. I think he has he has those intangible tools. You know, he, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to watch more of him. I, I didn't realize that Tyler um, Show, Shaw transferred to Texas Tech. Is the yeah. one quarterback, like, yeah. really good? Is that why he transferred out of there? Um, I don't think he fit their offense very well. Okay. You know, he does some things well. We, we've given him a ton of hate on this show. Um, he does some things well, but he doesn't fit Oregon's offense at all. Um, so I honestly think the guy they have starting this year, Anthony Brown, is worse than him. But I think he does, you know, he does the RPOs a little bit better, you know, stuff like that. I think he's a little more comfortable. So something to be said for that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Corral, have you watched Corral at all yet? Yeah, I've watched some Corral. Um, some of the stuff he does is really impressive. I feel like he's pretty inconsistent from what I was watching, though. Um, so I'm not as high on him right now as a lot of other people are. Um, how about you? What do you think of him? I, I, I like him. Um, yeah, the, the consistency is a big thing, but you know, he's got the arm mobile enough. Um, do you like it? Mertz more or less than Corral? If you had to, you know, pick one of those um, two, very different players. So, yeah, I know are. it's a tough one. I maybe lean Mertz just slightly. Another quarterback, Jaden Daniels, Arizona State. He's really intriguing. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Arizona State with the allegations. Um, I can't remember what they are off the top of my head, but there was some stuff that came out. It was Arizona State, wasn't it? It that? was, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they can keep the squad together because I really like a lot of the pieces they have there. Yeah. Yeah, another guy, JT Daniels. I know a lot of people are really high on him. Um, yeah, just so, much, so many players to watch. I have a long list of quarterbacks that I want to watch more on. Jaden Daniels, Bryce Young, JT Daniels, Matt Corral, Sam Hewer, Tyler Buckner, uh, CJ Strood, Malik Willis, Tyler Graham Mertz, Caleb Williams. Um, so, yeah, a lot of quarterbacks. That's who I have a long list on compared to the other people. I almost put Sam Laporta in my top five tight ends, but I didn't. He'll be in my top ten for sure. <laughs> I really like him. I think that he can be a day two pick next year, potentially. Potentially, he's not right now, but you know, with a solid season, I, I, he's a old school, well rounded guy. Yeah, I, I really, really like him. Yeah, um, I think we pretty much. What do you think of Sam Howell? Great question. Um, can I toss it back to you? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I like him. I, you know, nice deep ball accuracy. It's, it's consistency. It's consistency with all these guys in 2022. You know, no, we've, we've just talked about eight quarterbacks, nine quarterbacks, but the magic word has been inconsistent for almost all of them. 
which is why I think it's such an intriguing class. I, I really, at the end of the day, I, I do think it's going to be Rattler and Howler almost locked in as first round picks where they go within that hierarchy. I don't know. Um, but then it's just like, if you told me Carson strong went top five, I'd say, okay. If you told me he went pick 40, I'd be like, okay. Like I still a lot of guys like that next year that it, that makes it very, very intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, what, what's I your I, opinion of how I like him. I, I lean Slovis over him right now. Um, but I think, I don't know. I just really like Slovis. I hope he can stop being so inconsistent this year. I don't, Hopefully it was the shoulder last year and we'll see this year. Um, but yeah, the Rattler, I think Rattler's easily the QB one in this class. Okay. Um, what, what do you I, like about Rattler then? Yeah. Um, he, he's kind of like Kyler Murray light. He's not as athletic as Kyler Murray, um, but just like the arm. He, he just like it's like an effortless type looking thing you know really nice arm um he's mobile i don't think he's at first when i was watching it might have just been like the first couple of games he almost looks slow but watching him more recently i don't think he is that slow maybe it's just like an effort thing on some plays um i'm actually watching the qb1 show on netflix right now and he's on there <laughs> um I, I'm glad that you liked him before you watched that show because I think most people had a very negative impression of him after they watched that. Um, but and honestly, if I was a five-star kid going to Oklahoma as a senior in high school, I probably would have been a, a bit of a douchebag myself. So, uh, but yeah, so, okay. So Rattler number one and then Slovis number two for you. And then so who, who rounds out your top five? Then I don't even know if we have established your top five. <laughs> yeah, Rattler, Slovis, Howell. Um, and then I think he's 2023. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. The Clemson quarterback. I don't want to yeah, butcher it. Yeah, DJ Wigo, and then Carson Strong. It's my top five right now. Very cool. Okay. All right. Uh, have you uh, Bryce Young from Alabama? Is it easy on your radar to kind of shoot up here if he you know, flashes yeah. this year? Yeah, I think he will. I only watched the like one game that he. I don't even think he started. I think he just came in. Um, and he, he looked super, super inconsistent in that game, but I'm sure like, you know, game plan wasn't for him. Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Alabama looks like this year. Um, it's exciting because I mean, they lost Waddle, Najee, Mac. So it's just like a whole new like crop of guys. I'm a Mechie fan. I think Mechie's fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that six foot. 185 guy that's right in my wheelhouse. I'm bringing up all these guys. I'm like, yep, right in my wheelhouse. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm really excited to, because this will be the first year where I've like done this, like watched film going into the season. Because last year when I started the astronauts, it was like, um, I started like doing cut ups. And then that's when I really started watching film. And then this off season is when I've like, really dove into it so this will be the first year where i've really like you know kind of gone all in so i'm really excited for college football this year awesome we'll have to have you on next off season to to do a look back we won't we won't roast you just to, just a look back to see you know how i talked today when compared to uh to what happened during the 2021 season yeah it's for sure that'd be super fun Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, Nick, again, thanks for, you know, taking the time to hop on with me here tonight. Just again, just a reminder, where can everybody find you? 
Yeah. So my handle, Nick Pentecost, um, N-I-C-K-P-E-N-T-I-C-O-F-F on Twitter. I help out with social media for FTN Network. And then um, at the Fantasy Football Astronauts, um, I help out making graphics over there, a little bit of social media. And then I'm going to have some Debbie rankings this year on Twitter. I do my uh, film threads. Um, I I might write a little bit. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, you can find me at uh, Nick Penikoff on Twitter, FTN social media. I might be making those posts. Um, And then at the astronauts, be doing some Debbie stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for again for joining us here. Um, just everyone again, uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to check out uh, Canton Bound we have later this week. Colin's gone. So I have um, at Clinic Cap uh, joining me as that guest. Uh, but until uh, next time, thanks for joining us, guys.